Be sure to catch live editions of Rogan and Rodney weekdays at noon on AM 570 LA Sports. And don't miss the FNA podcast with show producer Kevin Figures and Clippers host Adam Oslin on the iHeartRadio app. AM 570 and LA Sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Peterson. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Rodney Peterson. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, we continue. Fred Rogan, Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. Uh, later this hour, about 1.30, so 20 minutes, 22 minutes from now, Albert Pujols will address the media. His first news conference is a member of the Dodgers, and we're going to carry that live. So we'll pop that up. Be curious to hear what he has to say about what happened down in Anaheim. As for the Dodgers, uh, we'll have to find out if they're having open tryouts, Rodney, because they have got a lot of guys that are hurt. Well, I'm just saying. Why? They need, they got a lot of guys hurt. <laughs> Open tryouts. Dodgers are deep in the farm system. You can't praise their farm system and what they've done, you know, over the years, Fred, and then tell tell us that they're going to have open tryouts. They got somebody in the system now. Well, you know who'll know this? David Vassay, and he joins us now. Dave, good afternoon to you. Hey. Good news, guys. The Dodgers have asked me to try out to be a pinch runner after the video <laughs> they saw of <laughs> All right, Dave. Well, I might be. I think I'm going to be the runner for Albert Pujols for the rest it. of the year. How I about that? It. I love it. Boy, we've got so much to uh, to shake out here. Let's start with Corey Seager. He's out a month. What a, what a devastating blow that is. And now, what are they going to do at shortstop? Yeah, well, it's interesting, Fred. I know there's been these other doctors that haven't been in the room, but I've actually spoken to people that have been in the room, and they told me that they're hopeful that Corey Seager could start swinging a bat as soon as three weeks from now and possibly return to the Dodger lineup in six weeks. So that's encouraging, I guess. It could be right. I kind of see the Dodgers going um, going after the All-Star break by activating Seager. I think that's the most likely thing. But in his absence, you're going to have a lot of Gavin Lux at shortstop. So he broke his hand, Dave. Is he? He's not having surgery? He is not having surgery. He did break a bone in his hand. It's right around the pinky area, the fourth, the fifth metacarpal bone, which is right around the pinky area. I so broke that that's, I guess, good news, bad news, that he's not going to have to have surgery because Jose Ramirez of the Indians last year broke his hamate bone and had to have surgery, and he returned within a month. So I'm just telling you from what I've been told from reliable people that their hopeful Seager can swing a bat in three weeks and maybe play right after the All-Star break. Yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting. I had that uh, bone broken in in college, and I did not have surgery for it. And it it lasted, but I came back, and it was was fine. Same situation. Um, I got hit in baseball. How long were you out for, Rodney? I was out for three and a half weeks. Yeah, three and a half. There you go. There you go, Fred. Uh, okay. So Dave. my information's pretty accurate, Fred. All right, yeah. Well, I'm going to go with your information because it normally is. All right. So that addresses Corey Seager. Now let's talk about the Albert Pujols decision. 
Didn't Pujols say, and I guess he'll talk about it at 1.30, Dave. Maybe you'll even ask the question. Uh, didn't he say that he wanted to be an everyday player and that's why the Angels and Pujols separated? Well, with the Dodgers, he's not going to be an everyday player, right? That's 100% right, Fred. And from my understanding from a very good source uh, that understands the situation between Albert and the Angels, my understanding was it was never that Albert never wanted to play or demanded to play every day. It was the fact that the line of communication and the level of respect was below par for as great of a player as he is and how much he meant to the Angel organization. And from my understanding, and Albert just tweeted this maybe an hour ago, on Saturday night or Friday night, excuse me, uh, the Dodgers sent over a proposal of the framework of the role they would want Albert to have if he were to sign with the Dodgers. And my understanding is he really appreciated that. And going in with eyes wide open, he said yes to that role. So I feel like whatever narrative the Angels were trying to put out there my sources tell me that's not accurate. Albert never refused not to be a role player. It was just the manner of the way things went down and the line of communication uh, that was uh, going on between Albert and the Angels at that time. Dave, you're absolutely 100% right, and you are most of the time, and 99% of the time I say you are because I can confirm that as well with my sources, and I mentioned this a little bit to Fred and the T's, that, that, that people told me the same thing, that Albert never said that, never said that, and that the communication with him and the Angels has deteriorated, uh, but it never came out of his mouth that he wanted to be an, an everyday player, and that's the narrative that the Angels wanted to put out there, but it never came from Albert. 100% true, Rodney, and we were right the last time. Our two different sources were accurate on when LeBron James was going to play. So I think yeah. uh, we got some pretty good lines of communication going on to us. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, given what you found out, Dave, and Rodney, what you found out, then when the Angels held their news conference and said what they did, they just blatantly lied. <laughs> they lied. Well, that never happens, right, Fred? That never happens. Yeah, but for, you to, for them to do that in that setting, for them to do that, yeah. this is what happened. They just lied. That's not good. And Fred, what makes it what makes it even worse, and I guess more awkward, is that Albert Pujols, in that ten year contract he signed, has a personal yeah. services deal with the Angels the day he retires. So, tell me if that's not awkward. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dave. What else are the Dodgers doing? They acquired somebody from Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's right. They acquired a left handed hitting power hitter that was one of the most powerful hitters in Japan a couple of years ago, Yoshi Sasuko, he is going to join the Dodgers as well today. He could play first, third, and left field. He has not got off to a great start in Major League Baseball, uh, partly because last year was his first year, and we all know that it was a disjointed season. And from my understanding, he's having a hard time adjusting to the velocity that pitchers throw with here in Major League Baseball. So, Dave Roberts was singing his praises yesterday before the game, and he believes the Dodgers hitting coaches can find a way to help him through that and maybe give him a little bit more of a routine and him getting his feet wet a little bit more. As the season goes on, the Dodgers believe he'll get more comfortable and be uh, a power hitter off the bench for them and a spot starter 
he essentially takes the role of Edwin Rios, who, as you know, had season-ending shoulder surgery, and uh, the Dodgers need some bench help. They are desperate for bench help. Yeah, they are desperate. Uh, Dave, is, is it a matter with all these these injury, injuries and, and some inconsistency throughout the first part of the season that the Dodgers just find a way to weather the storm and don't continue to fall like they are a, until they start to get these guys back healthy again? Well, first and foremost, Rodney, what's going to help the Dodgers is they're starting pitching. They're going to keep them in each and every game. Plus, you have Cody Bellinger and Zach McKinstry on their way back. So those two guys are going to be big pieces of the Dodgers weathering the storm that you're talking about. And you can't really forget about the impact of losing A.J. Pollock for however many weeks with that strained left hamstring. He was one of the few Dodgers that was actually consistently hitting. So that's a big loss for them as well. And Chris Taylor had wrist soreness yesterday. He didn't play. How was he? That's a product of these players today, Fred, just swinging the bat way too much, even right up to first pitch. And that's when Dave Roberts got word that, you know what, his wrist was sore. So hopefully the treatment throughout the game yesterday, early today, he'll be ready to go. And Joe Kelly came back. Dave, what's the sentiment about him and his return? How do they feel in the clubhouse about him? I'm sure the clubhouse loves him. He's a great teammate from my understanding. Um, but Dave Roberts is not putting him in high-leverage situations, and I can understand why. Joe Kelly really hasn't proven that he can be in those situations and deliver. Plus, he's coming off a significant surgery that he chose not to disclose all of spring training until he went to the Boston media and let them know about it. So he's in the last year of his contract, and I'm sure that's motivation for him as well, but he's got to prove that he can get good hitters out before he's going to be put in any high-leverage situation. All right, so uh, McKinstry and Bellinger, they're getting close to rehab stints now and, and playing in the minors? Yeah, McKinstry should be going out as of today. He should be in Oklahoma City testing out that uh, strained right abdominal muscle, and Bellinger, uh, from what we understand, will be going by tomorrow or Wednesday at the latest, which means on the next homestand, after the Dodgers get back, uh, he should be activated and ready. Outside chance, he shows up in Houston for the two games there after San Francisco. Um, but for sure, I believe he'll be ready for a big four-game series against the Giants at Dodgers Stadium next homestand. Hey, Dave, in all the years you've been covering the Dodgers, have you ever seen them this banged up, this many guys? Not during the stretch of uh, eight consecutive NL West championships. No, never seen these many guys get hurt. That's kind of been part of the reason why the Dodgers have had sustained success. Yeah, they've lost Kershaw for six weeks, but their position players never left, missed significant time, except Corey Seager that one season. But they were so stacked that they were able to weather that storm. But, you know, the number of players that are hurt at the same time they have never had this type of bad luck uh, during their run of eight consecutive NLS championships. And as you guys know, health is a big reason why you win. So the good news is the Giants aren't running away with this division. Neither are the Padres, even though they just swept the St. Louis Cardinals without Fernando Tatis Jr. and Eric Hosmer. Uh, they're dealing with a lot themselves in the COVID-19 bucket. 
So nobody's feeling sorry for the Dodgers, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and Dave, I was just going to mention that. You know, we see it in basketball, or we've seen it this past year in basketball with the early start and, and a lot of, not just the Lakers, but around the league, a lot of guys were injured throughout the season. Um, and I know we've focused on the Dodgers here, but are we seeing this around the league or the Dodgers just really just been been snake bitten more so than any other team? No, uh, I just saw a report that injuries are up all around Major League Baseball. Giancarlo Stanton just went on the injured list today with a hamstring injury. So they're up from a year ago. I don't know what the, uh, what the excuse is for other teams, but I guess you could venture to say there's a couple of different reasons why the Dodgers have so many guys injured, and it's not just one reason. And no, it's not because of the quick turnaround. I don't believe it's that. Each guy has its own unique reason why they got injured. Yeah, and the other thing I've noticed this year, Dave, it, it, does it seem this way to you? we got a lot of guys getting hit now. I, I can't remember a time where as many batters have been hit. Yeah, a big reason why, Fred, is because a lot of pitchers these days can't command their fastball, and that's a product of them not staying in the minor leagues longer. And also... A bigger reason, you've heard guys like John Smoltz talk about it. So much is emphasized on velocity and not pitching, and these guys are throwing harder than ever, but they don't have command of those pitches. So how about take a little off, you don't have to max out on every single pitch, and you'll have better command. All right. So you getting ready now to uh, talk to Albert Pujols in the uh, news conference? Sure. I'm passing DeSoto on the Ventura Freeway, so I'll pull over when he starts. Okay. Well, it's good that uh, you're committed to your job and ready for the big news conference with Fred, Albert Pujols. This is the beauty of Zoom. It's not a press conference. It's a Zoom press conference. This is work from anywhere times, Fred. Yeah, Fred. Pulling over on DeSoto. Okay. All right. Are you, uh, Jeez, we, we all can't live in the luxury life of Fred Rogan in the cushy exactly. studios. We've exactly. got to make things happen. Five, yeah, Rodney, come on, yeah. tell him. Yeah, Fred. Not everybody has it like you do. How do I have it? Exactly. Cushy. Cushy. Oh, we, yeah, we all just can't be on the Rogan yacht seven days a week. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not the one on the yacht. <laughs> There's two people sitting here, and I'm not the one on the yacht. No. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, just a quick little plug. Albert Pujols will join us for a one-on-one -on -one interview on the pregame show today at 645. Yes. So you want to tune into that as well. Yes. Yes. Nice. Way to go, Dave. All over it. All right, Dave. Uh, you know, pull over, get set. I'm trying to remember, what's the restaurant on the corner of uh, DeSoto and Ventura Boulevard? Twain's? Uh, well, that's Burger right. King. That's right. Good call. Yeah, Twain's. Go I ahead. only know the bars on the corner. I only know the, the bars on the corner of Ventura and DeSoto, like Pickwick's and HQ Gastropub. Oh, that's yeah. That's the only two things I really zoom in on. Okay. All right. Well, go go grab a drink and talk to Albert Pujols, and we appreciate you coming on. I appreciate the prep the prep talk. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> right. Thank you. Goodbye, Dave. Okay, so when we come back, we expect the uh, Zoom news conference to begin with Albert Pujols. I found that your information, Rodney, and Dave's fascinating about what happened with the Angels. Yeah, isn't that interesting for a guy like that is so beloved that the communication dropped off and it feels like almost well, I say it but they kind of threw him under the bus a little bit it doesn't seem like that they did yeah
Sports. Hey, Castro, go crazy. Yeah, so we go. Right. Stop. Roger P. Fred Rogan yeah. on a Monday. Yeah. On a Monday. And we are. Are we close, Fred? Are we close? Yeah, I think we are. Are we moments away? Yeah. Well, if it starts on time, it's starting in 30 seconds. So we're keeping an eye on it here. It starts on time. Uh, Albert Pujols is going to address the media for the first time as a member of the Dodgers. Hey, Freddie, are you are you at all? Are you when that came out of him signing with the Dodgers? Were you shocked at all? Were you surprised? Were you like, why baffled all that? I was dumbfounded, but I, I was dumbfounded because of what the Angels said. Here was a guy that, according to the Angels, wanted to be an everyday player and told them he wanted to be an everyday player. And they explained that wasn't going to happen because they have Otani as the DH, and they have Jared Walsh at first base, and they want to continue to build their team. So they came to this agreement, and it was awkward, at the very least, that he would leave. Now, with the information you have, and Dave confirmed it, that that wasn't the case. Now it makes more sense to me. Uh, I, I think they're looking at him like David Freeze. Right, right. Who who came up big for the Dodgers in the postseason and in the last parts of the season where he didn't have to he didn't have to play every single day. Uh, but when you knew what you got when he when he came into the game and he came up big for the Dodgers and you're right they're probably hoping the same thing can happen with Albert Pujols. Yeah, and just more veteran presence, a guy that's been there. Uh, someone that is highly respected, then it makes sense. But yeah. given what the Angels initially said, to me it made no sense. Because I thought, why would you sign a guy that wants to play every day when he's clearly not going to? Yeah. He, he's not going to be the starting first baseman. Let's First let's, questions from Kirsten Watson. Go ahead, Kirsten. Here it is. Albert, first, welcome to the Dodgers and congratulations. We're very excited to have you. But first, I want to ask you, what led to your decision to sign with the Dodgers? Well, uh, thank you. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, my agent and I, and uh, obviously Andrew and, and Doc, we had a great, uh, great communication, great talk. Uh, you know, it went really well and really great plan, you know, about things, about the organization. And, you know, they were really excited, you know, to um having me here and uh you know that's what led me to make uh, this decision to come here and uh, i'm really excited to help this organization uh this year uh to get another ring and what has been communicated with you about what your role will be on this team well really uh <laughs> whatever i, I told him I'm, I'm here to do whatever you know uh pinch it first base whatever they want uh, i think uh at the end of the day just i'm just excited to have this opportunity to to wear this uniform and uh you know glad to be here a bunch of great group of guys in this clubhouse uh and uh they already making me feel like home have you been able to speak with them and what have those conversations been like with the guys in the clubhouse I haven't, you know, they're just coming in and out, introducing themselves and just uh, telling me how excited they are that I'm, you know, that I'm a Dodger and uh, I'm really excited, really pumped up. I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, this next chapter in my life and hopefully help this organization uh, to win another championship. Thanks, Albert. Thank you. Next question is from Dave Vassar. Go ahead, Dave. Albert, is that the biggest motivation to sign with the Dodgers? Not only the communication of 
what they laid out for you, but also the opportunity to win another World Series with this group? Well, definitely. As a, as a ball club, you know, I think every 30 ball club going to spring training to, to try to win a championship, you know, and I think that's the attitude in every clubhouse. And this is uh, the attitude in this clubhouse. These guys have, uh, you know, the opportunity last year, they end up winning and they're hungry again. I think uh, they can tell you that. I can see that, um, you know, uh, watching them play and then, hey, listen, I, I've been playing against this organization long enough on the other side and I see how they go about it. And I think that's something that I wanted to be part of it. And like I told you earlier, you know, the, the game plan that they laid out for me and the communication that was really important. And, you know, I'm here and I'm just really excited to contribute uh, to this ball club and this organization. So I want to thank Dave and, uh, you know, and Andrew for giving me that opportunity to wear this uniform. Next question is from Fabian Ardaya. Go ahead. Hey, Albert, how's it going? Hey, Fabian. Good. Uh, I mean, um, when the Angels let you go, uh, Joe Madden, John Carpino, and Perry all discussed about how they felt like you deserved a shot elsewhere to play every day at first base. Obviously, uh, it's a little bit of a different role uh, here. What sort of was out there for you as far as being an everyday first baseman and uh, how much was uh, sort of getting a chance to be here, something that sort of changed your mind or maybe altered that? Well, let me tell you something. Uh, my goal over the last two years, uh, it wasn't never to try to be everyday first baseman. I told you guys earlier in spring training, whatever role they have for me, I'm going to go with. I understand they, you know, they make that decision as an organization, a business decision, and, and no hard feeling, you know, I understand that. So uh, they had a talk with me, and that was it, you know, you know, move forward. And I'm just glad to get another opportunity wearing different uniform, but I think, you know, there's a lot of things out there say, oh, that he wanted more playing time, he wanted to play every day, which that never comes out of my mouth. You guys ask me that question over and over so many times, and I always tell you guys, uh, however the team use me, I'm here for that, whether it's mentor the young guys, whether it's, you know, giving my bats out there. Listen, I have 80-some bats this year. I never thought that so early in April I was going to have that many bats, and, and I was excited with the playing, uh, the playing time that I got in there, but I also understand that, they wanted to move different direction, and, and I respect that. You know, I was in that organization for nine and a half years, and, you know, there's no hard feeling at all. And uh, I know pretty much the last time we spoke uh, before they made the decision, uh, you talked about how you sort of felt like some of the numbers, underlying numbers, that suggested that maybe there's a little bit better results out there for you going forward. I and mean, how confident do you feel in that? And how much work have you sort of spent in the last 10 days or so just to try to keep up that pace? For sure. I knew that it wasn't over for me. So right away, I was continuing to work, you know, pretty much out of these last, I don't know, 12 days, 13 days that I've been out of the game. I was working out probably 11 of them, you know, just lifting, had a program, doing, uh, you know, my lifting, my hitting, everything that was going to keep me in game shape because I knew, uh, you know, I have a few things that were interesting on me and I want to make sure that I was ready to go. You know, I, I didn't want to um, you know, stop doing any baseball activity and then had to push back if I do get that call. So I've been, um, and, you know, hitting and just being ready and, and ready to go. And when I got this call and this opportunity, I was like, you know, I was blessed. And to be able to be here, you know, and, and try to represent this organization uh, is awesome. It's a great opportunity. 
And I thank God for that door that was open again for me and uh, I wear this uniform. Listening to Albert Pujols addressing the media at Dodger Stadium, his first comments as a Dodger on AM570 LA Sports. Hey, Albert, um, have you talked to David Freeze at all about playing for the Dodgers, him coming over here a couple years ago and playing this kind of role? Yes, I, I haven't. To tell you the truth, I haven't. I'm pretty sure he's probably waiting, uh, you know, to to give me a week or so, a couple of days. You know, Dave, Dave is a great friend of mine. Uh, I really respect the way, you know, that he played the game. Always I had a chance uh, to play with him again after St. Louis uh, with the Angels organization, and then he came here and did a really good job in this organization. So uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to give me a little bit of the input. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited, you know, to hear from him. And in the time that you were a free agent, um, how many teams reached out to you? And did any other teams offer you more playing time, or, you know, a bigger role? There was a few teams, but at the end of the day, you know, I made the decision where I felt uh, it was great for me and, and for my family. And this organization, you know, really had a good game plan for me. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, that's, that's what was, that was what it was all about for me. Next question is from Juan Toribio. Go ahead. Hey, Albert, you kind of mentioned it there, but what, what kind of when how did this kind of come together with the Dodgers? Like, when did they reach out and was it a pretty easy decision once they reached out? Um, just kind of being in the area and all that stuff. Well, they reached out, they clear waivers, you know, they, they reached out to my agent, they, you know, and my agent said, Hey, I got this team there, another team that's interested in you. What, what do you think? And then, you know, from there on, we, we got on the call and I really loved the game plan, the doc, and and Andrew had and with my agent and I and, and really, you know, talk with my family, my kids. And at the end of the day, you know, this is where I felt that it was the, the best fit for me. And, you know, coming here and like I say early, you know, try to help this organization to win a championship. That's that is my goal. However, however, they need me to. And last one for me, what kind of went into the, the number 55? Was it just kind of adding another five to the to the number? Well, 55, you know, Bible, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's the number of grace. So I feel 5-5, five, five, you know, double grace. So that's that's how I look at it. I talk to the family, and that's, uh, you know, that was a number that they also agreed with me. Next question is from Bill Plunkett. Go ahead. Yeah, Albert, you say you respected the Angels' decision, but did, did it shock you the way it happened and when it happened? Well, I check, I think, like everybody, but at the end of the day, you know, no hard feeling at all. Uh, you know, I'm here with this organization, and I'm, I'm excited about this opportunity. And like I say, you know, I'm not the only player or the last player that's probably going to go through this, so I'm just excited to get another opportunity, and the Dodgers has given me the opportunity. And I want to thank the front office, you know, Andrew and, and Doc, for giving me this opportunity and believing me uh, that I can come here and help this ball club to win. And I know you've been reluctant to say anything about retirement, but uh, are you ready to say this is your last stop? No, I won't make that comment until my last, until the end of the season. I told you that uh, early in spring, and I'm going to continue to say that the rest of the year until, you know, the season is over. So I feel like uh, I still got some gasoline left in my tank. And like I say, I'm really excited for this opportunity. Next question is from Bill Plaschke. Go ahead. Yeah, Albert, is there any part of you that still feels like you have to show something to somebody, maybe even show something to the Angels? 
<laughs> Listen, there, there's no grid. I don't have to show the angels or anybody. I'm just going to go be myself out there and play the game. I love this game. I enjoy this game. There's a lot of veteran guys in this clubhouse, a lot of young guys with talent in this clubhouse, and I'm just going to try to be a mentor and help them out. I, I enjoy my time uh, with the Los Angeles uh angel anaheim and at the end of the day uh you know it's just another opportunity to go to another ball club and i'm excited about this opportunity and this next chapter of my life and i'm gonna enjoy every moment of it next question is from mike di giovanna go ahead hey albert trying to get used to you and blue there um hey if you it wasn't about role and playing every day with the angels what what happened what changed Nothing happened, buddy. They made a uh, the organization decision, and you know they, they were moving forward different direction. And I understood that, and no problem, no hard feeling at all. And like I say, it happens. It's business, and um, you know that was that, that's pretty much that was it. You know, and <laughs> you know I'm just glad that I got another opportunity to wear this Dodger uniform and try to help this ball club to win. Next question is from Alden Gonzalez. Go ahead. Hey, Albert. Um, hey, buddy. You don't have much um, – you haven't had many opportunities as a pinch hitter throughout your career. Um, how do you plan to prepare for a role like that, and what's it going to take? How, how do you prepare yourself mentally to do that um, more often now? Well, I think that's great because communication is huge with me, and that was part of, you know, Doc and Andrew communication with me. And I think having a game plan, you know – of what my role is going to be in this ball club, you know, that's it. And this is, if this is going to be part of my uh, role, then listen, I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to be ready. And I told them I'll be ready, whether it's the day that I'm not playing, whether it's the day that I feel that, that there's my time to come out there and, and try to help this ball club, you know, to win. That's it, you know. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited. And uh, that's something that I have embraced really well. And, and like I say, I'm, I'm enjoying the opportunity and, and going to try to have fun. Next question is from Margaret Narumi. Go ahead. Albertson. Hey, how are you? Hi. You look good in Dodger blue. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> and the question was answered. I was going to ask you about your uniform number. It's 55 now, huh? Yeah. Yeah, number 55. That's something that I spoke with the family and you know, they wanted it that, and I'm glad it was available. Siguiente pregunta de Claudia Gestro. Adelante. Albert, mucho gusto de verte. Felicidades. Gracias, Hace Claudia. Años, ¿Cómo estás? Hace años, después de conectar tu home run 600, me dijiste que sabías tu lugar en la historia del béisbol. All right, si you are uh, listening to the Albert Pujols este News Conference at Dodger Stadium on AM570 LA Sports. ¿Cuáles son las cosas de esta organización de los Dodgers que te hacen sentir que este es el equipo adecuado para ti? Bueno, yo creo que la comunicación que tuve con Andrew y, y, y Doug uh, me dieron la oportunidad de hablar conmigo y darme un plan y decirme eh, cómo me van a usar en el equipo y es una cosa que la comunicación es bien importante para mí y de verdad que Estando del otro lado de visitante, he visto cómo los muchachos juegan la pelota y cómo se comportan. Y de verdad que es una organización que siempre ha tenido un talento, saben cómo ganar. Y de verdad que estoy bien contento que ellos me dieron esta oportunidad. Siguiente pregunta, Omar Guzmán. 
Hola, Álvaro, Omar Guzmán, ¿cómo estás, amigo? Hola, ¿cómo estás? Bien. Albert, yo tengo una carrera profesional donde yo espero a los 100 años todavía ser periodista. Claro, yo no sé si llega a los 100 años. En tu caso, yo no le puedo decir a alguien como tú, deja el béisbol, porque tú quieres jugar, tienes fuerza, lo dijiste que tiene gasolina en el tanque, pero ¿qué tú le tienes que decir a muchos que en un momento quizás plantearon la posibilidad de que tú debes dejar el béisbol y ya no seguir jugando pelota? La verdad que yo no me llevo con eso de esos críticos. Esas son personas que tienen la forma de, de ellos hablar, de ellos decir sus cosas. De eh, verdad que yo sé cómo yo me siento y me siento saludable. Creo que todavía eh, tengo, como te dije, gasolina en el tanque. Y si creo que esta organización tampoco cree en lo mismo que yo creo, yo no estuviera ahora mismo sentado aquí poniéndome este uniforme. Así que esas son cosas que en la comunicación que tuve con, con Doc y Andrew y el abogado mío, eh, que ellos me dijeron que no solamente llegar aquí y tratar de ser un mentor para los jóvenes, sino ellos saben que yo puedo ayudar a esta organización a ganar. Y eso fue una cosa que me confirmó eh, que yo vine a un lugar eh, que de verdad me necesitan. Okay, you were listening to the Albert Pujols news conference out of Dodger Stadium. Uh, his first comments since signing with the Dodgers and his first public comments since leaving the Angels. And uh, Rodney, I thought he took the high road. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but he just, you know, I, I don't know how many times he said it, but he said it often. Communication, communication, communication. And that's both communication With the Dodgers, I took it and mentioned Andrew and Doc uh, often. Uh, but I saw that in a different light when he talked about communication with the Angels. Uh, almost as if there were lack thereof. Well, the thing I don't get, again, and not to belabor the point, but, and look, we've talked, we talked about it on the air. The Angels came out and said the guy wanted to play every day. That's yeah. what they said. As the main reason. They that, said that as the main reason that's that he wanted. Happened. Yeah. That he wanted to play every day, and we have younger guys coming up, and that wasn't going to be an option. So we we both mutually decided to part ways when that's not true. Yeah, I mean, they said that, all right? And I remember we went, oh, well, now it makes sense. Yeah. If he went in and said, I want to play every day, and they said, well, we, we can't make that happen for you. And he goes, I want to play somewhere. And they go, all right, go play. That's it. Yeah. And then he comes out and says, that never was said. I never said that to I anybody. I never said that. He specifically said, I never said that. No, nope. never yeah. said a word about that to anyone. He just said, yeah. they called me in and that was it. They probably called him in and said, ah, but we think you should retire. <laughs> he said, I'm not ready to retire. You know, I'm not going to let you force me to retire. And, you know, for their side, they're probably hoping. He said, yeah, you know, I'm going to hang it up and let's do a swan song and Let's just ride it out. How do you want to play this, Albert? And he was like, I'm not I'm not ready to retire. Why are you telling me? Why are you trying to push me out the door? <laughs> you know, why are you trying to push me out the door? And then they had to come up with, you know, a reason why they let him go. Yeah, that, you know, that does kind of make sense. This is it, right, Albert? Yeah. This is it. Okay, well, then let's figure out how we're going to do it and, uh, you know, give you the send-off you deserve. Let's right. put it in place. But I'm not going anywhere. Okay, well, then we'll take a different approach. You're yeah. going. Yeah. Well, the good news is the Dodgers have him. His veteran presence in the clubhouse should should help uh, at a time where they are just bashed and banged up. Do you feel like, you know, because it's 
kind of been the Dodgers way for, for a while, at least for the last eight, nine years, that they have guys like Albert Pujols that come in and that he will deliver some big hits for the Dodgers. Yeah, I think he will. It's just the way it works. Remember when yeah. they signed Jim Tomey? Yep. Remember? Yep. And, of course, Jim Tomey couldn't run. He right. really had no legs. I mean, his knees were shot. But he hit the ball a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, his yeah. first game with the Dodgers, he doubled. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that they will get their $420,000 money's worth out of Albert Pujols because that's what they're paying him. The Angels are paying him like $29,600,000. When yeah, when yeah, they got the bulk of it. The yeah, Angels are big. when when he uh, when he decided to sign with the Dodgers, and I know they tried to press him on who else was interested in him and what other teams. Do you are are you also surprised that he signed with a National League team as opposed to American League team, where it would seem as though he would have the potential of getting more at bats because of the DH? Yeah, but I, you know what I think played into it, honestly. Besides the fact that the Dodgers are a top organization in the conversation to win it again, despite all these injuries, he can drive here. His family's yeah. in Orange County, right? So he can get in the car and drive to work. I mean, if he signed anywhere else, he's gone. You know, they'll probably just stay in Orange County. They're not going to schlep everybody to wherever he's going to go, rent a place, sit there, and finish it out. I think uh, location had a lot to do with it. And the fact, yeah. I mean, let's put it like this. You know, if, if the Dodgers were the Cincinnati Reds or the Dodgers, you know, were were a team that the Detroit Tigers and they were up the road, he might have looked at it differently. But when you can go to one of the top organizations in professional sports and yeah. drive to work every day, kind of seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things, too, where you they, meaning the Dodgers, made him feel welcome. Yeah. Like they wanted him. And that, that goes a long way, especially for a veteran guy that's got a history and is a bona fide Hall of Famer down the road. All you want, you know, a lot of times, Fred, is just to be treated with respect. And the Dodgers showed him all kinds of respect, which I think for him, after what we've heard the Angels come out with and how that kind of ended, to have an organization like the Dodgers like you said, top brand of all the sports, treats you with respect, and it, it may, signing with the Dodgers became easier. I mean, that is just sad. <laughs> sad sack of the day. All right, Rodney, we got to do it. Oh, why do we got to do it? Got to do it. Got to do the sad sack. This makes you feel no good. Choice. Nah, it doesn't make me it feel good. Feel. I just want to acknowledge those that deserve to be acknowledged. Oh, you're a giver. I am a giver. And we're going to give it to Philadelphia Philly pitcher Chase Anderson. Tell you, he's an eight-year vet. He had a night to forget last night. He allowed seven runs on eight hits while pitching just one and a third in the loss to Toronto. Ouch. Yeah. Loss dropped the Phillies to 21 and 20 on the year. Your sad sack of the day, Chase Anderson, Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> 